you an artist or creator with a social conscience? Do you have an inspiring story or material to share that's helpful to people? Are you an expert on culture, arts, nature or wellness? If this sounds like you or someone you know, we'd love to hear from you at Can Projects, where we advocate that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and environment. Our talk show Can Projects podcast reaches 20 plus online platforms and features insightful, inspiring and expert guests. You can check out the show on our free archives on Spreaker.com and YouTube. We'd love to hear from you, so please feel very welcome to email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com. Help each other. Help us all. Agus, hello. Top falter more. We've got to show Agna Khan projects and artists rallying about country culture. Aline Dulra, August Fullane, August Tosh Show on a special to Agwing uh, Dave Unshow and you. We've got a really special show for you today, and everybody's very welcome. I'm, and I'm your co host, Shane McKay, I'm project coordinator, and this is the other guy. I'm the other co host and project coordinator, Chris Sneed. And here at Khan, we focus on open and inclusive dialogue. And we have a great show lined up for you today with Noah Higgs from Claire Dove. That's right. And we've re- really been looking forward to this. And um, we thought we'd try something beginning, uh, different, something new, something new, where this is actually going to be an interlingual show. So there's going to be a mask on, a mix of Gwelge, August Berle, of a mixture of Irish and English. And we thought Noah would be an absolutely brilliant guy to come on and do this kind of a show with because he's somebody who's very passionate about the Irish language and Irish culture. Yeah, culture, and rejuvenation of both. And um, he's got a wee bio here that I'm going to read out. And let me just pull that up here. And um, he's also got a great project on Instagram you can go and check out right right now if you like called Claire Dove and again it's a kind of an Irish language re- rejuvenation kind of project um, and knows a teacher and I'm just trying to hear he described himself as a Gaelic heritage promoter and enthusiast working mostly as a freelance teacher I'm, I'm assuming that's Gaelge, uh with other work focusing on education about the Gaelic culture and history. He's passionate about changing the misconceptions about Gaelge and upgrading and rejuvenating the perception of Irishness. So we've had some great chats with Noah already off the air. He's actually the son of a brilliant guest we've had on a previous guest, uh, George Higgs, who's actually got, um, he's got two brilliant gigs on uh, this month in April. Chris went to see one of them called Dor, which we covered a little bit in a live stream. That'll be going out again at another stage. But George is also uh, going to be in the National Concert Hall uh, doing some more of his, uh, what's the word again, Chris? Um, multi-sensory music um, and if you'd like to learn more about that I highly recommend you go to George's website georgehiggs.com or you can check out our previous shows uh, with George Higgs uh, and not to be missed 
Okay, <laughs> so anyway, Chris, how are you doing? Tommy, good morning. Ian Tucker, Fod. Ah, oh, brilliant. So, Tom, I ain't leave Oscar. I'm fluent in Irish. I was very lucky. Vimeo, yeah. uh, Wikus. I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but I'm very happy. Feel very happy to have, to have had my education through Irish. And Tom, Chris, Tom, I non a kind of Asnagwelga. Uh, all a fuck all simply August Bjog. Ain't talked Brilliant. So, yeah, we've been getting ready for this. And I have to say thanks a million to, to Noah because he's been brilliant for some ideas. And we've got some special announcements coming up to, that we'll be doing more, more Gwaelga stuff and more culture. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But for now, we're going, without further ado, we're going to bring on Noah Higgs. He's back in the green room at the moment. So let me just say, false your more roads, Noah, could the can projects. Come to thought to. It's more no no dome event, Sean. Thank you for the kind words earlier. No, to, 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 you're you're very very more than welcome, and it's it has it's been really exciting and uh, organising the show because Cora Rudy Lakela is Swinty Diffrel and um, yeah, cool. I mean, like it's saying and Kate Fuckel Egnacan projects not culture, so we really had it in mind for a long time to to really get into um, the Irish language, and yeah. we're 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 delighted to actually meet yourself, somebody who's really passionate and and dedicated to the subject, and um, oh, I just for for folks at home i will just quickly show clara dove on instagram on our screen here that's it there and now could you tell us a little bit about what what what, what is clara dove and if people go onto instagram what will what will they expect to find there so clara dove I'll, I'll explain this in english only well mostly because clara dove is meant to be accessible to people who are trying to unlock their quid gaelia so I would say the, the Chris Snides and the, the kind of more your average Irish person level of Irish. This is what I'm trying to cater to. So it it has been so far a place where I can sh share my passion for individual words and the kind of uh, insight that they might give about a culture. Um, you can tell a lot or, you know, maybe get a lot of things about the words people choose not to have or to have and what they group together into similar themes and then the connotations that come with the word. It's all really, it's really gives you so much. Um, and I'm hoping to expand it. You can see I've done a mixture of kind of looking at individual words there. And also sometimes I feature some of my magnificently talented uh, artist friends and we make these little videos with lovely kind of painting-esque illustrations. Yeah. And I'd love to do more of that in the future. Um, so I'm hoping to expand it a lot. I'll probably, I'll probably get a chance to mention other stuff that I want to do. And I would say to anybody right now, I'm going to, I think Clordova is kind of the portal into anything else I do. So you can access a lot of other stuff through there. It's right. kind of the landing strip, you know? I would say so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah great. So... That's Clara Dove, and um, how you you were talking about Cahan and on and Chunskul Chin now. So, but Chunskul ne Pandema, eh? So, Lelintus Pandema. Like so many people, I started a sourdough starter, uh, which I now realize is because uh, supply chain shortages meant that regular flour wasn't as available. So, instead of baking cakes, people were forced to try. Bread, but Nilis could be me on poker, Leshon, um, 
leshon, we'll call it gear or on. I don't know if there's actually an Irish word for sourdough. Um, to collection of Never Stops uh, and my other little baby project with pandemic. Shane Clordov, Vartig May Nira May Gubber, Eganam, Gulan Imshara, Vartime, Chunskadal, a Hukru, in a Mech on Deshagum, on Gaelga, a Rint Ledini, in a way that I felt was accessible. Hmm. So I just focused on individual words because I figured that's an easy way to not overload people. I might, I might write you a little paragraph about it, but it's only one new word at the end of the day. Yeah. And um, I mean, there's there's a lot of kind of like etymology to two Irish words as well, so because like you can take a like, combination words and then dig down and then dig down mm. like bonjarg for pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. a combination of pink and red and white because pink isn't its own color. Totally, totally. And you on know? that note, uh, Kirkra, because they took a loan of the word purple, but apparently they couldn't pronounce the sound p, so they turned it into a k instead. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Little, those those little things are great to know about um, the little intricacies. Of, uh, funny enough, actually, someone who's a family member, a young family member, was asking me there, it was like, but who made the words? Where? And I was like, how do you explain that to a child? Like, it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. well the easy thing is language, a living language is always evolving. There's always new words because there's yeah. always new things and new ideas, you know? Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. that brings us nicely onto this question, actually, now of just kind of, you know, so you're, 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 you're a mentor Gaelga and yeah. I, I, we know that like it's you're it's this is a subject you're really passionate about. But what was it then, I suppose, that made you kind of go, hey, or, okay, I want to teach, I actually want to teach. And that made you kind of go, I, I'm not, you know, I'm happy to share, but what, what made you really kind of go, no, okay, this is a good thing for me to put my time into? Well, it kind of, so I am, um, I, I, the um, dull egg, bun school, I guess me on school, go egg freshen. So I, I would now consider that to be my good fortune. Um, and for anybody listening outside of Ireland, if it hasn't come up in one of your episodes yet, we have some schools here that are completely in Irish, um, at least in theory. So I was lucky enough to do that. It was only about the age of 16 that I actually actually properly got interested. I would have been fairly mediocre uh, level of Irish until fourth year. Um, then I got really into it. And uh, um, I think... I, I wasn't going to pursue that at first. I, I was years and years into mechanical engineering. Um, and for various reasons, I, I still I still love all that kind of thing as well. I love problem solving and I'm really fascinated by how things work and everything. But I started to realize it wasn't my passion. Um, and slowly I re realized that Irish truly was my passion. Um, and teaching kind of came about I, I i enjoy teaching informally i never would have guessed that i'd actually try to make money out of teaching um but i feel like uh my career so far has been led almost entirely by my earnestness and teaching was kind of just a place i arrived at i kind of would have wished that i could switch like sorry skip straight to the part where i'm like founding museums and you know changing the education system by, yeah, yeah. by just making a bit of money and, <laughs> and, and sharing it and teaching people but it's been actually incredible i've met some really really cool people through that oh that's great but, um, that's great like 
Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a fair few lessons that you've learned along the way that will really help to establish those museums and all. Totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Actually, you're so right, because um, it's a good smattering of different people. Um, And like more on those shoes, it's America, though, if you know, clan or no, I mean, some people don't have a family connection, but just take an interest in the culture, because I mean, I obviously mm. think it's fascinating. Mm. Some people oh, yeah. agree. So you see all sorts of people. Actually, the minority of my students are are Irish. So, yeah. oh sure. Um, there's a weird one that um, there's some colleges in Germany that actually can learn through Irish. Yes, yeah, yeah. My yeah. um, my first two students were from Holland, and my third student was from Russia, and then one was from Korea, and then it was loads of Americans, and then it was an Irish person. So I mean. It's just amazing and it's amazing how you see people get welcomed into Ireland and its culture. Uh, it's only since I started traveling a bit and living away that I actually appreciated how kind of special it can be here. Um, but for example, my Korean student plays a bit of Busca Kill <laughs> and she came to Ireland because of trad music, then fell yeah. in love with the language. And also just met some really talented trad musicians, like mm. a fella called Brendan Begley, who people may or may not know, but he's basically this very well-known trad, and he's from a whole dynasty down in, I think it's Kerry. And I never knew who he was, and she'd be like, oh, Mahara Brendan. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. She met like a nice little friend. It literally turns out to be like one of the trad gods that she had met, but it's just like, it happens. It's so weird here. But yeah, um, yeah but it's, it's more on... It's more on on Ahastumsa ve Grint Natanga August and Holtor as we'll get into mm. Ladina Nua. Mm. Yeah, yeah, including including Irish people, because we often mm. don't fully understand the history. I think it's one of those things we're gonna it, that kind of brings us on to one of the questions we kinda had in mind here, just to do with um I mean, we're kind of, it's great to hear you talk about it now because you can tell, like, it's something that you are inspired by and you get inspired by seeing other people kind of being enthusiastic. And there, there, there is a, t- a bit of a thing where, you, like, kind of whatever, you, 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 we take things for granted, you know what I mean? So sometimes mm. until you step away from it, you, you, then you kind of come back on, oh, wow, I'm mm. so lucky. I'm, I'm just so lucky to have, have that or, or, or to have that insight, you know? Mm. And... We were talking a bit off air about it and stuff already and in, 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 in preparation for this uh, show today, just about the importance of language and culture as far as the well-being, well, the relationship of a society with its language and its culture as far as the well-being of society. Mm, so yeah and you yeah. know the makeup the, the social makeup and all that kind of stuff so as far as kind of being inspired by the irish culture but also in in in, in terms of um that relationship that society has now in, in modern mm. ireland mm. let's get into that a little bit because that's kind of yeah. it's, a, it's a kind of a wide topic and it's important and we love to talk about uh full iron here that's one of the big thing we'd like to talk about so yeah. i'd love to hear your thoughts on that now um sure, sure. um well pardon me but i can't help being a teacher um you can't make a duck a fish you know <laughs> yeah um but for any of the grail gory listening it's uh it's full on that you're full interested on. in Ju- and i'm only i wouldn't be pedantic but it kind of sounds similar to full linked and you wouldn't yeah. want to mix that up because that <laughs> means suffering but we're talking about wholesomeness which exactly. is full on mm, exactly. <laughs> so, no, brilliant, thanks. Uh, 
But yeah, no, I think it's really interesting um, because my my flatmate, my housemate, put it really well to me a few years ago talking about culture. I think people often write it off as something that's um, nice to have, but it's so much deeper than that. Um, and it's so important for, I'd put it back into like, imagine you're an individual person and you have a decision to make. An important part of making a decision to move forward for you is asking yourself, who am I? What are my values? That is like, if you, now I'm not a psychologist, but I'm pretty sure that's like the workings of the mind. It's you ask yourself, what are my criteria for making a decision? Well, who am I? Um, sociology is kind of like that, but just for groups of people. And so a group of a community, whether it's a family, a village, a nation has to know who they consider themselves to be to make even basic decisions as well. So I'll give a really trivial example, and this is kind of a fantasy example, but like, say, for example, Ireland, we live in the context we live in now where Ireland is a kind of modern nation and we have the values we do and we're kind of on the political economic path that we are. And so, you know, we're maybe only coming to terms now with the value of the natural environment big global topic at the moment and i would say in my humble opinion ireland is a bit sluggish to catch on with that because we're heavily invested in dairy and cattle farming and all this if you think about how as far as we understand gaelic people were very very concerned with the natural environment around them um, and if you were to consider that we knew a bit more about our gaelic heritage and that was part of the irish psyche I think it's a fair argument to say that we would already be much further down the path of treating the environment fairly because it would just be part of how we thought of ourselves and part oh, of yeah. the values that mm. we had for ourselves. And that's just one stupid little example. I won't talk your ears off. I don't even know. No, no, it's a great point. No, because like, it's, oh, it's a yeah, great that'd point. Be one example. No, no, it's a great point because, like, I, I'm, I, the more we kind of start to, the more we get into these conversations and talking about societal wellness, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> the more I realise society is not healthy and not only yeah. are there issues with the environment it's like but we are the environment that like yeah. for us to think of ourselves separate to the environment is it's it actually crazy. is it yeah is it is is that that goes right to the core of I think I where do these problems come from and it's a yeah. great point you bring up that there was and I think a lot of that attitude and um attitude I suppose is the right word is retained in the culture and the stories and the music and the language that that kind of approach a more like we're, look it's not like we're perfect or anything like that but there's a more old school kind of thing enshrined in that way just even the way people talk to each other and kind of it, it is it's a more holistic kind of um kind of a thing where I find I find English as a language extremely confusing like a lot of the, a lot of the times I'm not saying it's still there's some beautiful there's some beautiful works done, done in it don't get me wrong and some be really beautiful poetry and all that kind of stuff but I do find some of it just at odds with itself and and, and, and contradictory <laughs> it is. there's no doubt it's a bit of a I also have a soft spot for English I used to kind of when I was first getting heavily into Irish, it wasn't anti-Britishness, but I just didn't, I wasn't as enamored with English, but I do, I do think it's actually quite amazing in its own ways. It's totally unique, but hmm. it's a bit of a Frankenstein language for sure. But uh, I often say that to my students. I'm like, um, it, Irish seems fairly confusing if you are not used to it, but it actually has its own internal logic that's, 
pretty it just it's pretty logical actually it's mm. like kind of i would argue now that i've gotten so comfortable with it easier like it actually is mm. a lot of simple little things i'm not even gonna I'll, I'll have to stop myself from giving examples of everything but i just end up talking about my, that with my students all the time like except that you're in the con like the kind of stuck in the mindset you are maybe it seems hard but it's actually not not so bad. Probably like that well, with every language. Well, do you oh, know, yeah. so there's, um, there's an important point. Sorry to cut across you, Chris. But something we were going. Chris, you you might be able to weigh in on this a bit. It'd be good. Actually, is just um, you know, as far as we're talking about the relationship of society with the language and the culture, like there is trauma left over. There's a lot of trauma and intergenerational trauma, not yeah. just because of history. And we're talking about colonialism and things like that. Um, but actually how it was taught in the schools, unfortunately, yeah. and it wasn't just the Irish language, it was the whole system of education around those times that we, we, we know now was like a, just a really abusive environment um, for students. And, 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 and that, had the, that, that, that has had a really bad impact, in my opinion, on the culture and the language. We'll be back with more from the Cam Projects podcast after these short messages. Here at Can, we like to focus on open and inclusive dialogue, and sometimes a bit of literature as well. So, Chris, we're gonna we're we're opening up a new chapter in the readings, the classic stories for Chris needs. Yeah, we're going to be starting on the Time Machine, which is a classic, classic H.G. Wells novel. It's a classic for a reason as well, because it's really, really good. I love it. It's been made into a film a few times, and uh, sometimes musicals, audio dramas. Chris Sneed, Classic Readings. Are you an artist or creator with a social conscience? Do you have an inspiring story or material to share that's helpful to people? Are you an expert on culture, arts, nature or wellness? If this sounds like you or someone you know, we'd love to hear from you at Can Projects where we advocate that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and environment. Our talk show Can Projects podcast reaches 20 plus online platforms and features insightful, inspiring and expert guests. You can check out the show on our free archives on Spreaker.com and YouTube. We'd love to hear from you, so please feel very welcome to email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com. Help each other. Help us all. You're all very welcome back to the Can Projects podcast. Irish words kind of interrelate to each other as well. Mm. Like you could nearly put down a Venn diagram to decipher the language because like, yeah. you know, uh, it's like, it's like um, the English word carnival. Comes yeah. from meat because that was a time when you got meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. Like fail is freedom. Fail it on is butterfly because it's free and it flies. I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. I always thought it was, uh, or maybe it's the other way around. There's also failure, which <laughs> is basically how you keep track of the fail to, which yeah. I, I like a lot. Um, but it's something really satisfying the... about being in a kind of internally consistent language because, again, English is its own thing. And the beauty of English is, is that it's absorbed so many different cultures. But you kind of don't realize until you experience another language that it's maybe 
missing the comfort of looking at a word you've never seen before and actually just it's not some strange greek thing with y's and like you know all these weird letters it's just kind of like you look at it and you're instinctively like oh yeah i kind of know what that means actually and without having to look up a dictionary and learn about romans and stuff um but i totally agree with what you're saying i think that's an important point i'd like to just make sure to mention it somehow we might talk about it properly but like as for the cultural trauma um i guess you know what it is what it is and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna try and point a finger at anybody or it's not about who did things wrong but like yeah there's i'd say there's a lot of improvements to to be made to irish education in terms of just understanding where we come from i feel like if i were to put it very bluntly and maybe i'm wrong maybe i miss remember things but in school we kind of learn very vaguely about celtic people they don't probably even use the word gaelic then it's kind of the history of the whole rest of the world and then we come back in 1916 for the easter rising and the free states and you miss out on all that history and i think a lot of people who are doing similar work to me the famine, so, the famine yeah, that was the next yeah. thing. I think yeah. we often do a disservice to ourselves. Yeah. We think of Irishness and we think of, you know, you know, Peg or like somebody Peg. out in the fields uh, with all of the potatoes and did they know? And there's kind of a pride in that somehow. But yeah. it's like, I, I, I tried to read Peg Fairs before. Oh, that was a painful book to pick I've through. not even tried yet. Maybe someday no. I'll have to, but <laughs> it's supposed to be really good. It's supposed <laughs> to be a very very kind of um valuable book but it's just like that's all we get it's like that's one tiny part like i think we no, don't... do you know what it is i think it's kind yeah. of like there's a fairly strict curriculum and then mm. outside of that it's kind of like there's the extra curricular activities that the skill does that like oh one week you know some week they get in like somebody doing like celtic plays or whatever yeah. and but it was really down to very much what teacher and what school were you in like what yeah. level of these other things that you kind of got because it wasn't i think i totally agree with you there's like there's not enough on the actual curriculum to really kind of cover and like you're saying i think that is a great, great point that it is so important to know like where do we come from you know or like what's the historical landscape you know and it's like just jumping straight into the famine and, and 1916 and all of that it's kind of like <clears throat> i mean it's not enough just to go out and play hurley you know we kind of need a bit of substance as well don't get me wrong i love hurling don't get me wrong yeah. i love it but we need that other i think i i was definitely looking we got some of those other those more of a celtic kind of flavor in there mm. and the keol as well the keol is really and the rinket as well we did rink it that was a bit that was oh, another great one yeah, but yeah i don't think that's necessarily on the curriculum as it's yeah, not you're well, right yeah. you're right but even like i it suddenly occurred to me then like only recently because it's a big ask to just you know overhaul the education system and blah blah i mean it's it's it would be lovely and I'm, it's not not worth it but it what's even worse than that whatever about it being like on the mandatory curriculum for all students that's one thing what i find shocking is that we've never as a society put effort into just canoe us up at the end of like gathering the untolus willog and the the knowledge we do have like there is not even a book not even a museum on gaelic culture and i find that absolutely insane because i know there's been so many other kind of there's so many other flavors of irishness that does not it's not the be all and end all but it is the substrate onto which other things added to become what ireland is today 
And I just find it crazy. Like so often in my work, I'm trying to do research for different things on Claude Dove or different projects I'm thinking about. And it's actually shocking. And I have to say, insulting just how hard it is to find decent info about who Gaelic people were. Um, and what again, my point here, and I've said it a few times without really saying it, whatever about that being mandatory in the education system, that's one thing. I just don't think it should be so hard to find something reliable. I totally um, agree with you. And like, it would be, it, apart from anything, that would be like a massive economic boost to have a, like a network, say, say a, a Dublin one, which covers like the basics, but then have regional ones which cover the local yeah, area. Yeah, exactly. That's a, an even better idea. I never even thought of that. Yeah. I mean, at least have one. Like, and then, you yeah. know, they're just not, they're, not that I know of. Maybe I should have, uh, maybe I'll be very embarrassed because I'll go online after this and see that there's one on like whatever. But like, I just, I've never heard of one. It should be easier know? though, I think, is the point uh, you're making. It, yeah. yeah. You, you there is it kind be of sort like, of a few bits. Yeah. But they're, they're very, very specific. Like you have the Irish Farming Museum, um, but that's only like a shed out someone's back garden, which has. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I've said my little spiel there to people and they will always say, oh, but there's the Irish Museum of Archaeology. What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, but like, I'm not talking about pre-Stone yeah. or pre-Newgrange all the way up to Wolftone. I'm talking about who were the Gaelic people. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think it really does deserve its own. Yeah, a cultural product. museum. Yeah, because for example, like maybe we talked about this last time between ourselves, but like, we would we would have no idea about the kind of amazing food that they ate or like what clothes oh, they yeah. actually wear. Like there's just basic things that people have not a foggy clue about. Well, do you know what? And That's to give people a rough idea. Like we're, we're, we're probably going to get into that, that those things a bit more. Hmm. And we are we're coming we're coming we're coming quite close to the end of part one. So I'm just there's a couple of things I want to I want to squeeze in. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> before that but I'll let you know that we'll be we're going to continue this conversation with Noah Higgs in part two in a couple of weeks we've also got some exciting news about some more kind of interlingual kind of flavoured stuff that we'll be doing with Ryan Schelte and stories we're going to do some Schelte Celtic Noah Higgs August Chris Needs and so we're going to have Irish and English versions of some stories to look forward to that's going to be really special to look forward to that and Noah you were telling us a little bit earlier about the top blog near the Kent Marshina Tattoo Courses so uh Augusto so it is i'll have an english version too and it's it's again meant to kind of welcome people in lenish and rata i'm not going to be i'm not going to be translating individual phrases um so it's going to be a kind of a step or probably a few rungs on the ladder up from clordove if you're on your own personal irish journey oh share the will out no just blog um, they may play Coursey or Nose, the old Gaelic festivals. I think I'm going to launch it with a post about Bialtana. Um So I, I think it should be live by the time the, the good folks are listening to this. Um, all sorts else. It's kind of just be, it's going to be whatever I'm interested in. And it's just going to be an excuse or jesh uh, in the way that I like to handle the Irish language. So just a bit of kind of an outlet for me and a little Fwinche Fwinche Clachta to Gachainiela 
Okay, brilliant. Well, I'm looking forward to that. And I'll, 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 I'll remind folks again to check out Clara Dove on Instagram. And it's Noah Higgs. And before we sign off to give you a little flavor what to expect in the next part, we're going to talk quickly about Kupla Shanukle oh. or um, what was it? Nosne? Was that the other one we said? Nahne. 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 Tom Aguelga began in Maragok Akarjus. So Tom Brown or But the important thing is, is that we try and we encourage each other and, we do, and, and, and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Mistakes are good as long as we learn from them. And, and it's yeah. okay to correct each other too. Can, can, That's can fine I too. A quick little one. Yeah, um, I ran afoul of the similarities of certain phrases um, as a, a historical reenactment because that's how I've tried to restore Irish culture a little bit and talk about the Gaelic people as, you know. Um, and one day I was talking a little bit of Irish with a Gaelagor who, who was in the group with me. And I didn't realize there was another Gaelagor behind me, right? Uh. And um, I said, he asked me when my birthday was and I said, Ah, in Kugla. And the person behind me, who was actually an African national who'd learned Irish, thought I said Kugla. <laughs> as, in, as in war, like? Uh, no, there's a, there's a uh, as in dirty foreigner. What? I've never heard that one. Neither Jesus. have I. That's getting an edit. I haven't heard. That's probably getting an edit. Because no idea what you're saying. Hell. Oh my yeah. God. You put it in. Or is it Kuglitis? I don't it know. Can, uh, you can, yeah, you'll run into some funny ones like that. But that's just kind of, I mean, assuming you can trust mm. the people you're with, that's just... Oh, yeah, no, no. As soon as it was explained, explained his rage calmed down. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, sorry. Good, I, I misheard you. <laughs> okay, well, you quickly go. though, what's, what's, have we any good... Because uh, I just, the reason yeah. I, I wanted to uh, share this with folks at home was, was to just to help illustrate how... A sentiment in one language, exactly as Chris is talking there, whether it sounds the same or not, it doesn't always translate, you know? So, like, we have these things, the well, the, the famous one, Nilayan Hinton Marta Hinton fame. And, like, you yeah. know, which is, there's no place like home. But, like, yeah. when you translate that, if you translate direct, that directly, I remember this growing up as a child, like, and, and trying to translate something directly from Gwelge to Berle, and it mm. just doesn't... It just changes. It's just because there's the mm. cultural thing. There's like a cultural mm. thing that's just different. So now what would be like a good, like, how can we sum up that phrase? Like, Nilain Hintan, Marta Hintan, Fane. Nilain, so, well, let me first just say, I really agree. Like, it's amazing to talk the way we are macaronically, as they say in music, where you're flitting in and out of different languages. Um, I guess there's few more Shin. Um, that would be my main thing. And I just want to really put a line under that right today before we even move on to part two, because A, it's never too late. And B, it's come the level. You can, like, that's one of my, um, my channel. Like, languages live by being spoken. And by speaking, whatever level, whatever kind of dialect you have, you are keeping the Irish language alive and I'm I'm very grateful to that. So I would encourage everybody to just let your curiosity flow and not worry about making mistakes. Knock the cobwebs off or, or start your journey. Um so that's really nicely put Chris and uh, and Shane is lovely to be talking to us here with varying levels of Irish. This is mm. how it's gonna have to start because mm. we are in the midst of a language revival. We're not all gonna be 
experts immediately. We yeah. have to learn because it's being revived. Anyway, yeah. um, I'll get off the soapbox. Um, <laughs> Tintan means heart. So in English, you say there's no place like home. Um, and word for word, that would be more like there is no heart like your own heart. That's literally what that means. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just it's just there's a different for me. It's like it, there's a much deeper failing in the in the in the Irish version. And Chris, I'd, I'd say you even mm. it doesn't matter that you're not fluent, you still get that same. Oh yeah, and I mean, like some of the diaspora from Ireland when they're leaving to go to America, actually took chunks of the Hearthstone from their houses with them. Wow, that's beautiful. I didn't know mm. that. Yeah, I'm sure you had the people taking them um, a bit of turf with them, a bit of, a bit of soil, a bit of earth for their children right. to be able to put their feet on Irish soil first. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. That's a really clever idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's. I'd say as well, like that's kind of just about the diaspora. Because again, we'll come back to the Shannon now in a second, but probably some of the 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 things that we would find slightly eye-rollable, I'll say, about being stuck in the time of the famine. I would say, for better or for worse, that is a product of the diaspora because a lot of, of Irish people moved away and started having influence back on Ireland and their snapshot of Ireland is kind of frozen in the famine when they when they left. So mm. that's probably what we're working with. But um, mm. yeah, um, what other what other Shannuckle did you find? Oh, uh, what's the, the other one? Ahneen Kirog Kirogele. That's a brilliant one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I have no idea how they came up with that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a rejuvenated one because like... Bader, eh? Yeah, Bader. So quickly, mm. before we say goodbye, I'll just like we'll come back to this in, in part two, but like that's just, it takes one to know one. But in Irish, it's like, it takes one bug to recognise another bug. And it's or, just kind of, is that, <laughs> that's right, isn't it? I, as far as I know, yeah. at least in standard Irish, Kirog is specifically a beetle. So that beetle, sentence literally yeah. just means a beetle recognizes another beetle. Yeah, it's <laughs> just so. It's funny. It's like it's. I don't know. It's more. It's more descriptive or something. It has more depth than just that. Just that flat takes one to know one. You know, I am <laughs> yeah. you are glue. <laughs> you know exactly. Exactly. Okay, listen. Gokdinik or Mila Tommy Gadirik Amash Amakasam. We're totally out of time right now, but we'll have Noah Higgs. Thanks a million now for coming back. Oh no, good for Mila. For Mila Magut, August Chris Need. For Mila Magut, fresh and no bogey. And as we like to say around here, help each other, help uh, us each all. Other, help us all. Um, baby, need a rash, live, air bath. So, slang of fog, meal mug, slang live. Slang it. And the Can Project's email is canprojects.info at gmail.com. And you'll find a link to the Cam Project's website in the description. All the best.